0: I think it was really good. Uh, I think we need to send Austin away more often.
1: Oh (laughs) my god. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Three Semi-Grown Men. Unfortunately, this week we have lost one of our men.
0: Hey Austin, talk. Oh that's right, he's out of here.
1: Yeah. He died. He, died. he Did not <laughs> die. Um,
0: he is he is out of town. Right out now. of town. He is out of country. I out of country, country, out yes. of country.
1: By the time this comes out, he'll will he will be back. But
0: He'll be home.
1: He is out of out of country right now. Lilith is um, taking his place. You can probably hear her licking into the microphone. All right. Yeah, okay.
0: she's she's kind of having. it she hasn't seen her uncle Shelton in a week or two
1: it has been a while but
0: we're gonna make the best of it uh there you we know are. we're not gonna be saddened uh-huh. that oh, we're not gonna be saddened <laughs> that Austin's not here because you know he's on a cruise so screw him a little bit <laughs> <You> know, we're <laughs> yeah, stuck he's here his best life uh, <laughs> okay. he missed out on some amazing stuff well i say amazing he missed out on some very big stuff there was a tornado last night
1: that there was
0: and it tore up an entire town.
1: I yeah, had it. Did. I think, actually, I think it... There were a few tornadoes. Last yeah, time. one
0: hit Little Rock, one hit Win. Yeah. Uh, bless their spells. we'll keep them in our prayers. Dude, that town, it looks rough. It
1: looks, yeah, it looked pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty, it was something to look at.
0: We live in the worst part in the world. I don't care what anyone no, says. Don't. Bro, I, no. earthquakes, some people sleep right through those things. Uh-huh. I think tornadoes and hurricanes are the worst. Like, I really don't think somebody can sleep through a tornado. Or no, I don't think anybody can sleep through a hurricane. I mean, like, have you ever seen that news report where they're like, Sir, your home's gone. Where were you? Well, I went to sleep last night, and I reckon it blew off. I mean, you never saw that interview. You can't sleep through a hurricane. You can't sleep through a tornado if it's, like, here. If it's, you know, a couple counties over, you're like, nah, no, okay.
1: They're really loud, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We don't live in, as far as tornadoes and hurricanes, we don't live in the worst place. We barely get hit with the aftershock of a hurricane because Florida takes the brunt of most hurricanes. So te-
0: the, the Gulf in general takes yeah. the brunt.
1: Um, even where I lived in in New Jersey really didn't get much. Now the problem was like it was right next to the ocean, like it was right on the coast. And so like we would get heavier rainfall. Um, but you really didn't see a whole lot of like damaging winds or anything like that every now and then you would. Uh, and like tornadoes, as far as tornadoes go, like, yeah, we are in a tornado alley, but it's not a very busy alley. Like Oklahoma, bro, they get torn to pieces. That's,
0: that's why it's just desert there. There was nothing in that stuff. It's just desert. Um, we've had several big tornadoes in this Mm -hmm. area.
1: In the last four years, we've had several large tornadoes. We've,
0: since I can remember, we've always had like crazy weather. Like, you remember when we were like the, I think it was like the fifth grade, and there was a hurricane in the Gulf, and it rained in our hometown yes. for two weeks. I do remember that. And it two wasn't like, weeks straight, and right. it wasn't just like rain, it was rain.
1: Torrential rain for 14 days.
0: And it was awful. We were like swimming to get to the buses. <laughs> All, right. It was, All right. I mean, it was pretty rough.
1: I remember when we were in fifth grade, that was close to the time that, um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but, uh, it was Tom Holland was in it whenever he was a super young actor, um, about a hurricane in like wherever, I think they were out of country. I think it was somewhere in Mexico and they were like a family on vacation and it was like a suspense thriller. Messed me up, bro. (laughs) Um, the dad was Ewan McGregor and the mom was, um, the lady from a quiet place. Oh, Emily Blunt. Yes. Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was Emily Blunt. I could be wrong on that.
0: We're we're just way off. Like, we're yeah, just, we're way off. We're None reaching of people for were it, actually in the movie.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Um, it messed me up though, bro, because like we had just had um, that rain. That, ra- that rain was awesome. and I was like, oh my gosh. And like as a kid, I remember thinking, is this what Noah felt like yeah, after he it? built the ark? Like, we was need just- an
0: ark. <laughs> is it over? You know, a, sun, a rainbow is, is God's promise that he won't flood the earth again. But did he break that promise? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had to ask.
1: Did we really mess up that bad that God was like
0: uh. But I mean there's been a lot of bad weather, especially like remember the ice storm of O nine was yes. horrible.
1: It was awful.
0: We haven't had an ice storm which actually I say that we had a pretty bad snowstorm when you still lived up in New Jersey. Like all of the South had a really bad winter weather uh incident.
1: It was the uh it was called The Impossible, and it wasn't Emily Blunt, uh, but it was Ewan McGregor. Was was Ewan McGregor, okay. That came out in 2013. When were we in fifth grade? Uh, how old were we, How old are you in fifth grade?
0: I don't remember. Okay, I remember well, fifth on. grade.
1: If in first grade you're six, then that would mean seven, eight, nine. You're what, ten? Uh, ten years ten old? Ten or eleven. You're I'm older than you. Than you. What year were we 10 in?
0: I don't remember. I'll be 22 this year.
1: So it came, yeah, it came out like a year after because we would have been 12.
0: This man's asking me questions. Look at that. That's quick maths right there. You really be asking me math questions after you woke me up 25 minutes ago? No, you're fine. Are you serious? No, there's just been a lot of weather. That tornado in 2020, which, you know, a lot of people don't give COVID praise. I give COVID praise for that. Dude, if that yes, that it was Godsend. Thousands.
1: Yes, I was talking to a lady, um, that used to that that I work with. She used to work at a, I think she said Victoria's Secret in the mall. Oh. And she said that on any given day, like because of like all the shops and stuff, they'd see easily sixty thousand people at any given time. Sixty thousand people in a mall that got torn to shreds.
0: Dude, if it, if it hadn't been for COVID and all those restrictions, yeah, it would have been horrible. It would have been something Which, awesome. there were people that were working there, but they got out in time. I mean, you saw, I watched the news, and I remember seeing people on that like interstate and the tornado going over, like when I say over, I mean like it jumped, it went from one side of the road, jumped over the interstate, hit the other side of the road. I was like... Bro, I would have done poop my pants
1: <laughs> yeah I would uh, have made it clear crazy. that
0: which at that time I wasn't religious I would have made it like good with all the gods, like Buddha Allah <laughs> God Tom oh. Cruise and his voodoo I mean I would have made it right with everybody oh my gosh
1: man I remember oh my gosh we had a tornado it was a tiny thing um, we had a tornado uh, the year before so in 20 sometime in 2019 yeah I remember I that was. One. I was working at Fazoli's. Shout out to them, I guess. Yeah. Um, Only fast
0: food Italian restaurant you know of. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyways, I was working for them. I'd been there for for a little while, and we had this tornado come in, and like it was, it was close. Like when you're near a tornado, the skies get so gray they turn like green. It's weird. Um, and that's where we were. Like it was, it looked pitch black outside. We were so close to this tornado. The tornado was. 2 miles down the road you could step outside and see the debris flying. And we were like, should we like, you know, get in in the freezer like to our safe area? And the guy who was uh, you know, the temporary manager at the time was like, "No, just keep making pasta." And I was like, "Excuse me?" And like it came up the road. And you know, you know where it is? That intersection? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came up to the intersection. So it's like not even a football field's distance from our our place of work at this time and then cuts a cuts a right and and goes down towards the uh, one of the high schools and i was like you realize that like we all could have been seriously hurt like and God. you just want us to make spaghetti and for some reason when it gets bad weather everybody in our town is like Man, I could really use a lasagna right now, dude.
0: It's not just that. Like when I worked, which you know, I worked at Burger King. That was my first like real job. Yeah. Um, I was told when they were, like, I worked there in like 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. and we had a tornado that year. And again, like we we have a tornado at least every year. We don't have several a year, but we have at least one a year. Yeah. Um, and dude, it was porn. It was, it was sky was dark and everybody's up there getting a Whopper extra cheese <laughs> and I looked at the manager because like, it got bad I mean when I say it got so bad that all the customers in the drive-thru pulled out and everybody inside rushed out they got like, got bags for their food bagged their food and left Jeez. and I looked at my manager and said hey bro can we get in the freezer he goes anyone that leaves their station will be fired on spot I went okay if I die over here for the king I want something good. And bro, it was just awful. And then when I worked at the movie theater, you think the tornado, you're like, oh, let's not go watch, you know, the new Matt Damon movie. You know, they're they're coming in and hordes of people.
1: Oh yeah, that's the first place I'd go.
0: And you I don't- You know how many
1: windows are in a movie theater?
0: The none. The front door. Okay. But that's do the you, first place I'd go. Do you know how thin those walls are? Okay. The fact that I can walk behind the building, picking up trash, and hear every movie. I
1: mean, yeah, I. If I was near the movie theater, that's where I would go. It would not be my first pick. Dude, they, I would not look at a stone concrete shelter and be like, "Oh yeah, let's go watch Avatar." Dude, they, <laughs> they
0: straight up were like, "Hey, let's go to the movies." And I asked my manager because, mind you, all these theaters were getting like full. Right. I mean, we weren't like packed, but like all these other four, we had eight, eight. We're we're eight. Cinema in auditorium. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, what are we gonna do? They're going in, and and they're like, well, we'll just take them under the stairs. I said, there's not enough room under the stairs, mind you. Under, and I'll put it out. I guess I don't care. Uh, Under auditorium four at our cinema, there's a storage room that has like cups, buckets, popcorn, right, like the the seeds and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. And you know, it could fit roughly maybe 40 people. Comfortably, mm-hmm. there was no way we were fitting everybody. Else. Somebody is going to have to stay, and I, I looked her in the eyes. Actually, I kind of looked down because she was shorter than me. I looked down oh and I my said, gosh. "I said, I will be the first person in there." <coughs> my bad. At that point in time, I'm not. They're they're not customers no more. They are survivors, and I'm a survivor as well. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: You tell me right now. You at Fazoli's, and it's between you. And your coworkers are a bunch of customers. Are you going to get in the freezer? No. I'm getting on those stairs.
1: I'm going to make sure that all of the... I'm going to make sure all my co-workers get in first. I don't give a crap about the customers. You should have stayed home. But I'm going to get all my co-workers in there, especially because most of them were female. Yeah. And so, like, I... Yeah. That's just how I was raised. And then... And then I'm going to get the customers in, and, and then I'll get in. And it's just because... One, it's how I was raised, and two, I have this super toxic trait that I want to try to be the hero and like. So tired of you. It has not gotten me into trouble, but I know that there will be a point in time where it does.
0: Oh my gosh! It probably has.
1: No, we have to. I have that brought up something that happened this week, bro. This is, I guess, quit. This is, I guess, my adult moment of the week. It's not really an adult moment. It's more of like that hero moment. Anyways. I work for a durable medical equipment company, which means that I deliver medical equipment, walkers, wheelchairs, all of that. He brings good you stuff. your oxygen. <laughs> and oxygen, yes, um, to patients. And I personally am over like our hospital division. So I, any orders we get to go to a hospital to meet the patient at the hospital, I deliver those. So I'm on my way to a hospital to deliver an, uh, a piece of equipment, couldn't tell you what it was. Uh, to a patient. And as I'm driving up, uh, the hospital that I was going to has like a roundabout Mm -hmm. and then the, like the double doors that that open automatic doors, I am driving past the automatic doors and there's a white van parked kind of like where you would pick up a patient at. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And as I'm about to pass the white van, there's an older man on the sidewalk And it's still raised up. The sidewalk has... It's, like, raised up, and then as you get closer to the door, it kind of slants down and then becomes flat with the rest of the ground. Kind of like targets? Yes. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's just about to get on the decline, and then he, like, loses his balance, I guess, and straight, like, out of a cartoon, arms flailing, falls. And when he falls, he hits his head on the front of this van. And so, like, I freak out. It's like I have, like, a half a second pause, which... uh, in a moment like that feels like forever. Like hours. So I see him fall. I'm like in line parallel with the door and I fly up. I pass the white van. I like pull in and I park on the sidewalk and then I go over and I check on him and uh, he's not bleeding. He's still on the ground. The guy in the van comes out, helps me pick him up. We get him a wheelchair. Um, and like he hit this thing hard. There is a dent on the hood from where he hit his head gun. Yeah, man.
0: dude. Um, man took hard head to a whole new level.
1: Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he wasn't bleeding. He seemed to be okay. He was going towards... Best place to fall is right in front of a hospital. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I wheel him. I wheel him to where he's supposed to go. While we're wheeling, he's talking about... He was a firefighter for like 22 years. Um, over the last year or so, he's fallen quite a few times. They don't know what's wrong with him. And I just got to talk with this guy for like the 10 minutes or so that it took me to, to get him to where he was going. And it was really cool. Um, I felt, I felt great about like what I had done and like helping him out. We got him to where he was supposed to go. I told the nurse kind of what had happened outside so that she would keep an eye on him. And as I'm walking back to go grab the equipment to do the order, then it hits me. Um, and my heart starts racing and I'm just like panicking He reminded me when I picked him up. I like grabbed his hand and his shoulder, like went underneath his armpit to like pick Mm -hmm. him up, and his hands reminded me of pappy. Oh, and it like really freaked me out, bro. Mm. It took like a good ten minutes. Like I was on the verge of having a panic attack, and yeah, it was just. But yeah, that made me feel good. I I responded really quickly to that situation. I was like, oh yeah, that that made me feel good, but it's also terrifying to think that. I could be doing this more often to somebody who holds more, yeah, more emotional weight in my well, life,
0: bro. You talk about like that guy like pretty much kind of told you his whole life story. Have you yeah. ever noticed? I'll uh, say, especially in our hometown, uh, anytime you interact with an older person, they give you their life story.
1: I love it,
0: and I'm like, I you meet it. some interesting folks. There is there was a man at the Walmart. Uh, it was been about six months ago. Chloe, with me, Chloe and Hannah were there, and they went off to do something. And I was like in the bread aisle, and this like older gentleman, he dropped his bread, mm-hmm. and I went pick it up. Mind you, I have a very deep admiration for veterans, right? Um, and I look up and I hand it to him. and I go, "Here you are, sir." And he had a Vietnam vet hat, mm-hmm. and I have a very tender spot in my heart for Vietnam vets, and I said, "Thank you for your service." And something that they, a lot of them didn't get was, I said. And I know you didn't get it when you came home, but I said, Welcome home. And he mm-hmm. teared up and he told me about like Vietnam. He was like, I was an M sixty machine gunner. Well, that's that's dope. He goes, No, I big a gun that is, boy? And I was like, it's a pretty decent sized gun. He goes, it was me and one boy, he, he carried my bullets, I carried the gun. And he goes, You ever see tear through a tree? I said, No, he goes, I tore through a whole forest and I was like, That's dope And he just went on and he goes, he goes, Not a lot of young people Sit around and listen to an old vet talk about the war, he goes, But thank you and he just kinda walked off. And I was like, Come back. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Bro, I love it.
1: I love talking to people who aren't necessarily classified as old but that are older than me and have had more <laughs> life experience. Just it's like a cheat sheet. It feels it feels almost wrong at some points whenever like they give you an answer to something you're going through in your life because it is literally a cheat sheet to life yeah and i just i love it when i came back uh from new jersey i was in such a low place and just such a bad a bad place we had just gotten out of school and i went across the country and i felt for like a year and a half that i didn't learn anything of like of value anything that had any weight to it i learned how to working at a Finag- Home repo. Yeah, I learned, how to wor- <laughs> I learned how to work in retail and finagle customers and lie to people.
0: It's the best one on the market, I promise.
1: But I mean, that's the, that's the only thing that I really felt that I learned. And so when I came back and got into better spirits and got into uh, you know, a familiar atmosphere that I felt like I could grow in, which is our hometown, um, man, I just got this hunger to learn. Like, I started talking to our pastor. Mm-hmm. I started having counseling sessions with him. Ah, I've learned so much from that, man. And, like, any time that I'm around older people, I used to hate it, man. When I was younger, like, because they smell some type of way. Like, I don't know what like it is, but old and people have a smell. And
0: Philly cheese.
1: Yeah, well, what kind of old people are you around? Gary I was thinking more like Dust and mothballs Dust
0: and mothballs Yes
1: They smell like Dust and mothballs Like
0: older older people But I'm like yeah, I don't know like, anybody Like super old Like older people with.
1: That need to like Maybe be in a nursing home
0: How many of those Do you know Bro they have the best stories I mean I Well then again You work around I, Yeah I work around them
1: so, like, I, I see them all. All the, my old that people. That is a very distinct smell for all, me. <laughs> all of my
0: old people, and a lot of people are going to be take offense to this, but they're in their, like, late 50s, early 60s. Okay. Um, so
1: then, yeah, those people might still smell like onions. Onions and, and Philly, Philly cheese. cheese.
0: Uh, there's actually a guy that I work with, and I'm going to say Gary has been a a big, big help for me. Like, I didn't have a father growing up, and in my job, you know, I'm a finished good shipper, mm-hmm. but... You know, when something has to go overseas for one of our customers, because this customer is very, like, their salesperson is very on point. because he, he wants it in a certain way. So I have to build crates and build pallets. I've never done that stuff. I've never done woodwork. Mm-hmm. And, you know, i got to measure it out, and you got to get it fixed right, and this and that. And Gary has really, like, taught me that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And it's super dope to go, because, you know, we're both gamers. Yeah, right? Right? You're a little more... Like hands-on with stuff than I am, yeah. But I was also like big into history. I was really, yeah. like nerdy. And doing that stuff is like really dope. And the fact that he helps me, that's that's a twofer right there. Nobody saw what that one. That was a twofer. Yeah, that was awful. Um, but yeah, so him helping me was is pretty dope. Uh, just learning like hands-on stuff mm-hmm. at this age is like really cool. Which you know, I mean, I worked maintenance at the movie theater, so I know how to do a few things. And then at right. like Lowe's, they just assume that oh, he's man, he knows this. And I'm yeah. like, no, no. They're like, you don't know how to anchor something to concrete. I'm like, no. I'm like, 19, no. You realize
1: I sell the product to you. You're supposed to know how to do it,
0: bro. I'm not. I don't even sell it. Like that was my thing. I, I worked in internet sales. You did, yeah. It'd be different if I worked in Tool World, okay.
1: But I did, like I worked yeah, in you that worked department, in the and they were like, "So how do you use this?" And I was like, um, you "Got a trigger
0: from right here." Zzz, zzz.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> like I, I feel bad because when I first started, there were a lot of people that I definitely told the wrong information. Like, you know how many project I ruined because I told them the wrong stuff. But by the end of like my run there, I felt like I knew quite a bit.
0: about I mean, it. I figured out quite a bit. Like, there was some stuff like. My, here's my thing like when i work when i walked around the store when i wasn't pulling product i would go help other departments and you know ask customers what they were right. looking for i told someone i said i cannot plumb your house but i said if you know what you need i said i can take you to it
1: absolutely yeah that's kind of exactly what that's exactly what we're supposed to be Yeah, like, and if you don't know how to do it youtube does i don't i'm 20 years old dog
0: yeah I'm like if i was a plumber do you think i would be here
1: i don't own a house yeah like, what house I, I barely know how to plunge a toilet. Let's let's be real here.
0: And or the, oh, dude, my, the thing that I hated the most about working in um, a hardware store is the electrical department. Oh. They my expect gosh. you to know how to wire a whole like dude, mansion. Dude, for
1: real. Like listen, if you ask me a question in the electrical department, you're gonna get electrocuted. I put it like this. Don't take my advice. If you ask me
0: for help how to plumb your house and how to wire your house up, your house is gonna flood, your house is gonna burn.
1: Mhm.
0: I'm like I don't know. I said, I can take you to somebody that kind of can tell you what you might need. I said, the guy's been working here for 20 years. Right. He should know what he's doing. But same, said, I'm like, I don't know, dog. I, I can take you to it. Yeah. Or like in lumber, they're like, well, what kind of lumber would I need for a deck? I'm like, the hard kind. I don't know. <laughs> I said, do you need treated or untreated? I said, I can ask you those two questions. And I could, treat is there, untreated is over there. And you know you need plywood, other aisle, sheetrock. There's different types of sheetrock, but all I can tell, I couldn't tell you what it's good for, but I can tell you where it was, and like how much it costs, how much it costs, and I could be like, okay, all the two by fours and the uh, all that's down this way. I said four by four and four by sixes are down that way, and you know I could do all that cool stuff. I and mean, oh, you need special wood like cedar. It's on that aisle, but I'm like I couldn't be like, yeah. So you're gonna get your, uh, you're gonna get your four by four, and you're gonna cut it in uh, two foot sections, mm-hmm. and you know you're gonna do this and that. And that. No, I'm. I don't know that crap. Yeah. I'm a gamer. I can tell you how to beat the boss in Bro, a few I tell games. you what.
1: When you talking about me being hands on with this new season and this new realm that we're about to jump into? Yes. I feel like like it's been a a switch has just flipped in my brain. I've never been excited to mow the lawn. I'm excited oh. to mow my freaking Dude, lawn, Dude, I'll tell you bro. this.
0: Mowing a lawn is the most therapeutic thing ever. Unless it's 114 degrees and I don't want to do it.
1: Yeah. I've got to... We've got a shed in our backyard. Oh. I've got to fix the door. And, like, I'm excited to fix the door.
0: That's going to be dope.
1: Um, like, there's there's a few things that have to be done around the house. How big your like, backyard? It's a decent size. You'll see it today. So, oh, okay. I guess we should probably tell the audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's <laughs> just keep beating around the bush. Um... I'm moving into a house today. It's a, a rent house, but uh, yeah, we, my fiance and I, have purchased a rent house. Today is move in day, um, so that's super exciting and over the last couple weeks as we've just talked about i've been getting more and more excited about mowing my lawn and fixing a shed door
0: and also i'm going to draw some attention to something else last episode we talked about you proposing this episode he is engaged i want to say congratulations thank you thank bro. you bro that day was so Ugh. it was so on my heart i cried in the very back i'm about to cry again
1: it was so it was magical.
0: Well, we've been we've been best friends for almost eighteen years. Yeah. And we've
1: been a long time. We
0: have seen each other through the best seasons of life and the worst seasons and now the greatest seasons of life. Yes, sir. Yes sir. And the fact that we're both getting married this year.
1: It's gonna be crazy.
0: Is wild and here in like I'm gonna say maximum Three years, we're both gonna have oh yeah. little little crotch goblins running around,
1: <laughs> and then recording is gonna be real crazy.
0: Yeah, we'll just be like bouncing them over. <laughs> we're going to Uncle Nick's to record. That's something
1: that I'm really excited for, though. For this podcast, is it's gonna be real. I'm yeah. not gonna hire a babysitter to watch my kid while I record for an hour. If if the wife is is busy. I'll take care of the kid. Well, it's like
0: Lilith. You know, she's in here with us. You know, yeah. I'm not going to hire a dog sitter. I'm not going to have her... You know, I could take her over to my landlord's backyard and throw her back there. But I'm like, no. You know, this is... This is her domain. This is
1: real life. We're not... I mean, this is... This, this is, really is as get. little edited as possible.
0: Yeah, we, we spend a, we Our editing budget is 37 cents. And if we go over that, we we're, we're Wait broken. a
1: minute. Where's that
0: 37 cents at? I've been investing it. We've been... Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> so the editor doesn't even get the 37 we're cents. We're looking for That's a better editor actually. For 37 <laughs> cents, good luck.
0: Well, you're doing it for free, so somebody will do oh, it for right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, bro, this is You almost made wild. me cry just then. Yeah, no, bro. It's it's a lot. Um I wish Austin was here to go with it. Like Austin has been a big part of our oh, lives since you moved home. You all were friends before that, but before I I saw... Before all that stuff, I didn't really have much interaction with them.
1: I've been... So I've been packing this week. um, And yesterday was like the big day. Like I packed pretty much all day yesterday. And as I was going through my nightstand that I have taken with me everywhere. I've had this nightstand.
0: The same one you had to go back and get from so-and-so's place? Yes.
1: I've had this (laughs) nightstand since I was 16.
0: Dang, bro. So
1: I've had it for... Going on five years. Did it
0: make it? Make did it make the journey with you in New Jersey the first mm-hmm. time? Dang, bro!
1: I opened it up, and when I went to New Jersey, um, some of, like the closest people in my life wrote notes, um, and I found like yours, and I read it, and it made me cry, <laughs> and like my dad's, uh, my mom's, and uh, Lance's read all of those, and I'm just bawling. Um, and then I found a red pouch that Austin gave to me last year, uh, for Christmas that I'd kind of forgotten about. And it was a guitar pig from Jeremy camp, who's a a Christian artist. And then it had a little note from him on it. And at the, at that point in time, we weren't as close as we had been. There were some things going on in my life and I'd kind of pulled away from everybody. Yeah. And when I read it, oh my gosh, dude, I just. I'm bald dude Austin has just been he's been awesome he,
0: is, he has been that big brother figure that that I've needed which is funny is I've been the big brother for us mm-hmm. but you've been a lot more mature in a lot of situations than I have you've been the
1: big brother but I've been the example
0: yeah you've been the example uh, I couldn't ask for a better example
1: mm, I really I could. <laughs> not, not ask for a better example for me but I could I could have been a better example
0: well, I mean, I could have been a better friend, too. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things, but... We, we were... Again, we've been friends since we were super young. When I say 18 years this year, I mean 18 years this year. We met in the first grade. Yep. And that's back when... I'm going to say, like, back when we were both poor. We were poor friends. That's what we mm-hmm. was. And that was, we, have, we have seen each other, like, grow exponentially in life. Not just financially, but as people... Yeah. I mean, I remember when Shotten had a bowl cut, for love of God.
1: Yikes. I remember when you had a ponytail.
0: That was like not long ago. Hold <laughs> up. It was like a couple months ago. Actually, that's been about five, five months ago. because I think I got rid of it in November. Yeah. I remember when you were skinny. Yeah, that's been a long, long time. That was the freshman in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I've been skinny a long time. I remember. But you've
1: lost a lot of weight since. What
0: was it last year? I yeah February of last year. I was two hundred and seventy pounds.
1: Yeah, man, it was
0: at work right now with like all my ge- like radio steel toes, all my gear on. When I say all my gear, I mean my, my box cutter, my pens, Sharpie, tape measure, phone, wallet, keys, um, and I like think my jacket on. I weigh two thirty six. Mm. That's with all that on. So I, I weigh, weigh less.
1: I weigh 200 hundo.
0: Bro, I want to get there again.
1: Butt naked in the morning. Butt naked right up Butt naked right in the morning. I weighed myself the other day, and I was 200.6 pounds.
0: Just go to the bat like, poop. Before you weigh yourself, you'll drop, like, two pounds. No. He goes, no. Nah. He goes, I no. need that extra two pounds.
1: No, but I'm at 200. I want to be at 185 in six months. I think I got it, bro.
0: Bro, that's nice. Um, I'm about to go back to the gym. I'm about to lose a little bit of weight. I don't want to lose a lot of weight. Because, truthfully, I'm not unhealthy, I can still run. I can still. Once you lose a little bit more
1: weight, you'll realize, oh, wow. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't think I was unhealthy. What made me realize that I was in a bad spot was I weighed myself and I weighed 223. And I went to church that next day and you weighed, you said you weighed 227. And I was like, oh,
0: (laughs) I need to go to the gym. (laughs) But then again, you also remember you have more muscle mass than I do. Not at that time. You had more muscle mass than I did at that time.
1: Yes, because, I mean, we look different, but we also carry our weight very differently. Mine's all in my gut. I told myself that if I ever looked down and couldn't see my my junk, that it was too much.
0: It was too much? And uh, See, I don't have was, that problem even with this gut. It but. was
1: too much. Like, I couldn't see my toes. See. See, see, you, I... are, you have to be leaning forward, dog. <laughs> no. Bro, I've... Respectfully, <laughs> I've seen what you're working with. Well, there's you a, have to be leading. There's over. a mirror. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got a mirror,
0: now. <laughs> He's got a mirror. There we are, boys. That's, That's good. That's good. Now, uh, dude, I'm okay with my stomach. Like, there's there, there are days that I get self conscious. At the same time, I'm like, I have a I'm gonna put like I have a very beautiful woman mm-hmm. that loves me for me and my body. And I was like, I was like, I'm not fat. And she goes, No, you're perfect. I said, I'm fat. And she goes. You're saying perfect really weird. <laughs> and she gets it through my head. Because I tell, you know, it's, it's no secret that I work with some of our the people of our youth in our church. And they're, they're like, very close to my heart. And a couple nights ago, I told some young ladies that no matter what anybody says to you, you, you're perfect. Mm-hmm. I said, when, when, when it said that God create, created, like, made us out of dirt, I said, he didn't just go, here's dirt. Bam. Human. I said, he molded us. He shaped us. He sculpted us like clay. And I told these these young girls, I said, Don't ever let anybody make you feel worthless because you have a price that's already been paid. And our God says that you have a price and it is priceless. Yeah. And I was like crying. I'm gonna put I was crying. I had these girls crying and Chloe, you know, just put her hand on my leg and she, you know, she reassures me. But I get very emotional with people.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, about this time last year, I probably say about no. I'll say about January last year. I had a mental break happen in my life, or maybe February, maybe I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about.
1: You weren't doing good at this time last year either, because this no. was this, this was the
0: time where it all it all kind of unraveled after I kind of reined it back in for a couple yeah. weeks.
1: Well, the day we are recording this, the exact day we're recording this is the night that I um that Alexis asked me out last year and i remember coming home from dylan's and you told me like a week later that you had to put on a face because i was super excited we've been talking for two months and she finally oh, yeah. popped the question and then yeah and so, i was in a dark spot yeah and you would talk to me you know you would kept that face up and had you'd celebrated with me and then a couple weeks later you were like dog i'm really not i'm really not all there
0: yeah no i was going through it um Again, for those of you that don't know, I I am divorced, um, and about la- this time last year, all that was happening, which it was <laughs> the best thing that ever happened in my life. Um, it did push me more towards alcohol at first, but since then I have beaten that addiction. Amen. Uh, but it did bring me closer to you and Dylan. Um, at the time, all three of us were really good friends, and it did. Point out that, hey, you know, your homies are a very... Bi- and I told Chloe that when we first... I said, I said look, you got to get along with the homies. Yeah. I said, because if you can't get along with the homies, I said, bye.
1: Yeah, because we're going to be here no matter what.
0: I mean, I she she can attest to this. She, I literally told her, I said, if, I said, I need a woman that can get along with my friends. Like, I get along with my friends. And for the most part, she gets along with you guys really well. When I said that Austin was my best friend, she got offended. <laughs> she goes, he is our... Best friend, I'm like, oh. I went. I said, "Not man. even my best." I said, like, "Who hey, your best friend?" She goes, "Our." She got mad. mad. <laughs> and like when I talk about you, I don't say, "Oh, that's my." I said, "Oh, that's my brother." You know, I yeah. that's, "That's my little brother," and it throws my sister off. She goes, "We have a little brother." I said, I said "She goes, oh." She goes, yeah. "Your little brother." And I was like, "Yeah." And no, I mean, it just. Will you stop? It also brought me to the Lord, which was a phenomenal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really ever try to. Push my religion down people's throats, you know. I'll witness the people. I'll talk to them about God, but it was a changing factor in my life, Absolutely. and a very. It brought me closer to you. It brought me to Austin. Uh, it brought me closer to our family. You know, mm-hmm. your 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 mother, our mother, and our your your stepfather, but my 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 father figure. Yeah. Um. And it's been amazing. You know, a lot of people go. Oh, it was the worst thing that ever happened in my life. Bro, no. Best thing that I've ever happened in my life. Yeah. It was, It took me through the ringer, because there was a lot of time. I'm, I'll put it like this. You don't know what it's like to live alone. No, I don't. Like, when you move in, and like, let's say Lexus is out of the house for a few days, or, you know, she doesn't come over for a couple of days, you're going to feel very lonely. And yeah. the sound of the house, like, sh- I was thinking about um, this last night.
1: I mean, I would argue that I do. To some degree, because when I was in New Jersey, there was a point in time where for a good month or so, I didn't really see anybody. But I understand what you're saying—that like when you're genuinely alone, like yeah.
0: It's it's so. a whole different world because I was thinking about that last night where I was laying down the bed because I was you know I was gonna talk about you moving in today like not even on the podcast just like in a personal side note like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's gonna make you feel a little weird because like bro I was sitting here last night and I heard something downstairs I said man the door's locked right <laughs> like. <laughs> Like I am a whole, like I am a whole semi-grown man, and I'm like, bro, I, I'm not going to be serious.
1: Never thought about home protection until now. There is so much that's changed in my mind just over the last few months, and and before I get into that, I'm also super thankful for what I've for what I've gone through. What this what this last year and the year this year has hold, held for me, um, a lot, a lot of ups and downs, and like, uh you remember when we went to camp last year?
0: Yeah, dude, camp last year was It was it
1: was a, it was a, it was a time. It was a very good time. There was a time. This was um, before I
0: was very holy.
1: Yes. Um, and I was I was struggling. There were some some altercations and I was I was struggling and there was a night where <clears throat> um, I had kind of had this feeling that um, the relationship that Alexis and I were in at that time was coming to a close. I'd called a few people, had a panic attack. It was great, whatever.
0: Oh, I love it when you have panic attacks.
1: Yeah, it's the greatest. Um, but I'd had a conversation with God, and this is a very serious episode. Yeah, we we're getting deep. Sorry. If you weren't uh, ready for it, you better ADD sit in My ADD is everywhere.
0: Out. We're getting into it. <laughs> yes, Strap so say, in. We're getting into it, baby. Austin's not here to tell us to stop. So <laughs> yeah. We're doing what we want to yeah. do. <laughs> uh,
1: he's not here to make a joke. <laughs> um, I'd had a conversation with God, like just real upset. And I love I love I hate to have those conversations, but I love the fact that that we serve a God and are in relationship with a God who we can talk to frustrated.
0: Do you talk to God like it's a homie or do you like cuz I know there's some folks that are like, "Oh, heavenly father, oh or oh, oh nope. holiest mighty." I'm like, "Yo, G, listen. Mm-hmm. I I need to talk to you for and a minute." And God
1: talks to me the same way. If I'm doing something, he's not like my son, what is what dost thou do? The sky doesn't
0: open and the hand doesn't reach out. Go no, come hither, my child. He's
1: like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you why are you yep. listening to that? Why are you there? Why are you putting yourself in this position? It's
0: like, what are you doing?
1: Well, that night, like we had talked about earlier in this episode, that I was just like the sponge for knowledge. Yep, bro, I was on my hands and knees in the middle of red, like clay, like dude, red I hated, that red sand. I, I'm just
0: My shoes, I had to wash my shoes with a rag four times.
1: Yes. I was on my hands and knees in this crap, bro. Like I was a shell of a man. I had fallen way too hard for this chick. Um, And I mean, I still am, but whatever. We love you, Lexus. Um, I love you. I love you, babe. Uh, Anyways, on my hands and knees pleading with God, I was like, God, I don't care if I learn another thing. Just help us figure this out. I cannot lose her. And I mean, it's a beautiful star sky. I am a I'm a stargazer. I love to gaze at the stars. And so, like beautiful clear sky, and I'm just staring up at the stars, and I see the Little Dipper. And I know a I I know a decent amount about the Little Dipper, and like yeah, and so like I just all of that information starts flooding back, and God, without actually doing it, was kind of like seemingly slapping me in the face and being like. The pursuit of knowledge is worth more than the pursuit of this relationship. Yeah. and I just broke down and I was like, "God, whatever you do, you know, I, f- I fully submitted the situation to him, and and then he showed me in that mo- <laughs> he showed me in that moment um, a like like kind of like how he feels, how we make him feel whenever." we put him in that position whenever we go against his will knowingly and like, yeah. And put him in a difficult position because not only is he a father figure, but he's also a lover. Like we're the bride of, we're his bride. The church yeah. is his bride. And, and in that each individual person in the church is his bride. And so like he has a, a, a relationship as a, as a parent. And then he also has a relationship with us romantically. Yep. Yeah. and, And it's just, it's beautiful. And I saw that I broke down and I was just like, I'm so sorry for, for everything I've done. And then just over this last year with everything that's gone on with everything that I've messed up and everything that I've gotten right Mm -hmm. has molded us into this place where now the relationship is so much healthier. The things that we were trying to implement last year are now working. Yeah. And we are set up in a position to not only succeed and thrive, but also to be an example for our children, for the church, for whatever leadership position we get placed in in the future, wherever that may be. Amen. To be an example to uh, you know to the lost and hurting. To be an example to to everybody. To be example to the relationships around us. Yeah. And it's just it's so beautiful and it's 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 just amazing and humbling to see what God has done through me to fix me to mold me through her, to fix her and mold her, and then to create this beautiful relationship yeah. that is healthy.
0: Well, when you think about it, like, a year ago, I'm, I'm going to speak on, 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 on Lexus's behalf. You were the first good guy that I know of. There might be, I don't know, you're the first good guy that treated her the way a man should treat a woman. And I know that because Chloe is the same way. Mm-hmm. Chloe never had a guy open her door. She never had a guy buy her flowers. Every guy she dated before me, she bought every meal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I told her, I said, if I got the money, I said, I'm paying.
1: Yeah,
0: I said, if you want to pay, say something, I'll let you pay. But like I guess I've told, I said before, it's very detrimental you let your woman do things like that. Because it makes them feel special. It makes them feel like they are a provider as well. Yeah. And you need that in the household. when There's you're, a balance you're two. to everything. Um, but I don't think Lexis was, like, fully, which I know, me and her
1: had a lot of conversation. Right.
0: Um, she, she wasn't coherent as to what situation it was, and, like, she, she was very scared. Because Chloe was the same way, they, they mm-hmm. didn't know what was going on, they'd never had a guy treat them like this. Yeah, so they're like, and they're resistant they're to They're like, them. they're like, oh, he's just trying to persuade me, and he's gonna do exactly what the other guys did. And I'm like, no, nah, we love you, get over here, let me give you a kiss on forehead. Yeah. I mean... But I, I, I told you a year I told you a year ago, I looked you in your eyes and you hate when I say this. I told you I said, You're not gonna work out this time And you said, Oh yeah, whatever. You pushed it off And then after you all split up I said, What I say? And you went,
1: Sure Well you yeah. have to understand you were completely right and and that's awesome that you're able to see that. But from my position you have to understand where you were at a year ago, I could not submit myself to you. Yep. Because it would have, it could have been detrimental, to the to what I was trying to do, the ministry that I was yep. trying to build. Yep. Um, and there are still situations that we get into, where I'm not able to submit to you in that situation. You're my best friend. I take everything you say to heart. Um, but there are some things that I have to be like. Okay, he's thinking with his emotions. He's thinking with with something. He's th- he's thinking with a mindset that I can't submit to right now. Yep. Because, I. I was listening to a a, a message uh, this week actually about submitting to people. You know, you have to you have to submit um, like kind of a, the hierarchy of, of a relationship, and this is. It works out if you do it the right way. Yep. The woman submits to the man. The man submits to God. Yep. Now, just because the woman is submitting to the man does not mean that her opinion is invalid. It's a vice presidency. Yep. Yep. yep she yep. is a partner. You're supposed to take everything. I told Alexis this the other day. Whenever I have to make a big decision, I'm gonna include you in on in on it, and most of the time, I'll probably make whatever decision you say because I'm so scared, and and I take it not scared, but I take it so I take your opinion so seriously that I don't want to, I don't want you to feel undermined or like like your your voice doesn't matter. So unless I absolutely cannot. Your opinion will probably hold more weight in the situation than mine will, and we'll probably end up doing whatever you say.
0: I've I've told Chloe, I've only said it like once or twice, but I said your opinion is not a grain of salt. I said your opinion is worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. Your usually, opinion is a mountain, and mine is it's a hill, a molehill. When she like, I'll put it like this: This is like really like stupid, but when talk, we're talking about places that you, usually whatever she says, we go. Unless yeah, it's Zaxby's, because she wants Zaxby's every meal of the day. Chloe,
1: if you ever want Zaxby's, hit me up. We can go get Zaxby's. You can Zaxby's.
0: go. I, I can do it twice a week. I cannot do it four I times a week. I love Zaxby's. I don't want to get burned out, because I, I did my stuff like that with a bunch of places. I right. ate there a lot. Like McDonald's, I ate there like eight times a week at one point. Yuck. And then again, you know, that was when I was in my heaviest, and I was also boozing it up every day. But... There for a while Do you remember when You lived with Dylan We didn't get McDonald's We got like Burger King or wings.
1: Yeah we got Burger King uh, Or it's just wings Or it's usually. just
0: wings Cause I I was so done with, with McDonald's Cause I ate it so much Right Um I mean it's quick and easy And it's cheap I just love chicken
1: I realize that I love
0: but we got Chick-fil-A On Wednesday night And they put cheese On my sandwich And they ruined my whole sandwich so it, Really? It, it tasted horrible I love, I love their Chick-fil-A sandwich, but that, that night I was like, I'm done. I took a like spicy
1: sandwich with the uh, pepper jack
0: cheese. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't handle yes, spicy, sir. but that is good. I've had it, but it, I, I can't do it. It hurts me. You're such a baby. No, it, my, I just got a sensitive tummy. Like I, My heart and my stomach are the same. They're very sensitive. They're very tender. <laughs> <clears throat> They are.
1: Oh, my gosh. Word of
0: tender heart and up tender stomach. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Had light lighten the movie, We were getting a little deep there for a second. <laughs> we were, man. I mean, it's just, when you think about it, you know, we, for our age, we are very mm-hmm. mature. Like. Yes. We have been through some stuff and we have talked about stuff. And a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, when I used to ride with you to church often, you know, every Wednesday I'd ride with you. And we'd have deep conversation to and from church.
1: Dude, I love it.
0: Dude, I deep miss, conversation is my
1: love language.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> We have a lot of, like, I'll say like this, when me and him used to game, like, every day, we would have deep conversation. Yes, dude.
1: We'd play a game where you don't have to think about anything. we just play Red Dead. we running around shooting folks. And we just have the deepest conversations. That got me through.
0: That helped me. Tremendous. I thing.
1: don't want to know where my mind would have gone if I didn't have those deep conversations with you. I
0: know exactly where I would have gone and I don't want to, I didn't want that path. Uh, yeah,
1: probably, never mind, I'm not going to say that. that oh, I, kn- I know
0: exactly where you were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just. But no, those deep conversations, like there's a lot that I've learned from you and there's a lot that I, I feel like maybe you've learned from Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of people don't think about it, you know, they're like, oh, you're, 22, this and that, I can give some really good advice, I've lived through more than I like to say mm-hmm. I have, but I can approach situations in a different, mind. like, Shelton tries to go in, and he looks, you look for the best in a lot of things, I do, I try, I'll look for the best, I want to look for the worst, and I want to look for, like, what could the, the mediocre right thing be, like, okay, this is how, the, how it could go really good, this is how it could go really bad. What if it's just kind of like, it doesn't go bad, but it doesn't go good either? It's just kind of like, eh. You know, like when you bite into a steak and you're like, okay, this is kind of sucky. I paid 22 bucks for this. I'm not a fan of steak. That's how I
1: feel every time.
0: Oh, that hurts my heart. I I love steak.
1: Alexis and I had a conversation about it in the car yesterday. She goes, Do you like steak? And I was like, Not really. And she was like, Me either. I was like, yeah, I eat like a, one or two steaks a year. A and she was like, me too. And I was like, hey, can I, can I marry you? She was like, you already are. And I was oh, like, dang, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's in
0: New York. can I marry you? Somebody already is. Dang it! Oh,
1: man, I'll do that all the time. <laughs> whenever we got a whenever we got engaged, I just go up to her and be like, hey, you're you're really pretty. Um, what are you What are you doing for the rest of your life? She was like, well, I'm planning on spending it with you. And I was like. Awesome, cool. That's what I had on my Go.
0: mind too. <laughs> I looked at Chloe one day and I said, I said, Girl, you really you really good looking. I said, You got a man? She goes, Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, really? She goes, Yep. Sorry. <gasps> and I went, Girl oh. I said, I ain't never hit a woman. I said, I'll grab you throw you in the river. <laughs> Don't you play with me like that? That's rough. Dude, she's she always goes, I miss you. I said, Guess what? Bullying me?
1: <laughs> Dude, I remember the first time that Alexa said she missed me last year?
0: no, oh, I remember that too. I was
1: on my mom's couch and like started tearing up. Mind you, bro, this is not me. Like this was not me. Yeah. For like seven, eight years of my life, I could barely cry. And now like...
0: There's got to be detrimental things in your life that change you. Uh, my mental break was one of them, but also growing closer to you mm-hmm. and growing close to God. Dude, Chloe. Chloe is a gift from God. And I'm yeah, like, it. God has promised me her and, and he has promised me to her. And, bro, she warms my heart. Like, I talk about how much I love mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Even with you, bro. Anytime we get off the phone and you're having, like, a difficult situation, I ball my eyes out. Yeah. And it just, even, I would say this at church when pastors talking about parental figures and this and that. I'll look at your mom on stage and I'll start crying. She'll cry too. And when you lift your hands and you're praying, she just starts bawling. Well, it's just
1: you make me tear up too,
0: dude. It, it like the other day when just you were the fact that like when you were praying for that little girl. I'm not gonna say her name. But when you were praying for her, yeah. uh, bro, I started to cry, and Chloe looks at me and said, "Don't look at me, I'm crying." And bro, she, she said, came up okay. to me
1: and she said, "I want to pray for so and so's dogs. Somebody shot them and they died, and I had heard about it the day before." Oh. And so I was able to you know, get down on my knee and, and get up in her ear and say, I know that those dogs are hurt, but I want to let you know that they're not dead. And they were able to, to patch them up. They're going to be okay. But we're going to pray they have a fast recovery, okay? And you could see just her, her cheeks start to yeah. glow a little bit more, and then we prayed for them. It was sweet.
0: It's It's phenomenal. I mean, the fact that we've grown... You know, we, we call this the three semi-grown men because we're not grown men, but we have grown exponentially. Uh, Austin, bro, I love having conversation with Austin, dude. I try to have at least a sit like I try to have us and the Hazes get together at least once a week, mm-hmm. because I want to sit down and have a conversation like with him. Yeah, I want to talk to his wife. She is the sweetest. Yeah, she's she also is. she she is the type of girl. Your soon-to-be wife, my soon-to-be wife. His wife and your soon to be mother in law, are all three pray with me. Don't play with me, women. Oh yeah, I love it. Except for whenever we're at Austin and Caitlin's house, and she gets mad mad. because she starts. She she goes Austin Douglas, and she like looks at me and she like, what's his middle name?
1: (laughs) Oh, you're my little baby. Next time she asks that, I'm gonna say my name. My middle name's Francis.
0: Francis. (laughs) Oh, she.
1: I. I love him. I love him. I love our all three of our connections because we're all so malleable. Oh yeah. Too many times when you have conversations like we do, somebody gets stuck in their ways and there have been things that are seemingly fundamental, like within, within our walk with, with God or, or, you know, just, just life that Austin and I have talked about and we view things completely differently. Yeah. And it's not, I never go into a conversation and I'm like, I want to try to make him understand me. I always want to hear him out first. You know, like I want to understand where he's coming from because I'm not trying to change your mind. I just want you to know why I think what I think. And I also want to know why you think what you think. I'm in the pursuit of knowledge. I can't learn anything if I don't let you talk. Knowledge
0: is power.
1: Knowledge is power, dude. I want to understand how your brain works so that when something happens or you react a certain way, I can, I can justify it. I can be like, Oh, okay. He's thinking of it that way because of this. And I don't have to attack you if we're at odds Mm-hmm. I don't have to come at you and I don't feel like I have to because I understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. See, what I love like about our whole group, you know, even, especially our women. Mm-hmm. Our, our our spouses. I like that better. <laughs> our I women. That 1945. Ugh, I love her. Um... I love all three of them because they're amazing. They
1: really are just amazing women. The fact that we all we all lucked out, bro. When we were all in a car, how do you find three? Never mind. I'm not going to say that. That sounds real bad. (laughs) Beautiful, (laughs) amazing, smart, intelligent, supportive,
0: uh, just amazing, religious, religious, just perfect women. women. How do you? Uh, We. I mean, and they all like each other. I'm gonna put it like this: me, you, and Austin. We sure ain't lookers. Okay, we Uh, got lookers, but we ain't lookers. (laughs) They turn heads. We we make Ted's turn.
1: <clears throat> yeah, bro. I'm so thankful that that Alexis and I started like started dating or, or talking again when I was 230 pounds, because now that I'm 200 pounds, I know that she'd love me even if I was
0: 300. Well, I mean, Chloe put it like this: Chloe started dating me when I had a ponytail, and I was yeah. An she's she's there for yeah. Anything, she dog. she stuck with me, and I mean. She Caitlin dealt with Austin when he was in high school. so she, oh, yeah. She went through the worst of it. Yeah. But, like, all three <laughs> of, our, all three of our, our significant others love each other, and they love all three of us. And I love when all six of us are together and we conversate. Because, bro, I'm going to put it like this. A lot of mine, I think, but our women are really smart. hmm I'm going to put it like this. Our women play dumb. Why all three of our women play dumb to a certain extent with people. But when they're with us, bro, like, Lexus said something the other day, like, when we was in the car, and I was like, it caught me off guard. Bro, Alexis has matured so
1: much in the last Bro, year. It's, it's amazing. In the last, not even the last year, in the last, like, ten months, just the leaps and bounds that she's made on, on being emotionally available and vulnerable and also expressing her thoughts, like, she is so smart. Bro, I love it. It's...
0: I crave that intelligent conversation and the fact that a yes. whole group can have it. It is,
1: it is legitimately like my love language. Like, if you can't get down in the deep thoughts and the nitty-gritty with me, get out. But we, we and get and to And she's some there, dogs. We in the trenches. What, what Chloe? <gasps> what? What if we named that? Because we've talked about... Uh, we'll talk about it later.
0: Uh, but, like, Chloe... You and Austin find it interesting, all my stupid history facts. You're like, that's pretty cool. Chloe, I love it. I love Chloe's learning I'm so anything. tired of it. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, but like, I'll put it like this. I was having a rough day uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I was really in my head, and she goes, share an interesting fact with me. I said, I said, like, what? She goes, something from history, Goofy. And I said, I don't really feel like it. She goes, come on, please. That's amazing. And I sat there, I said, okay. Shout out
1: to freaking Chloe, dog. I That's said,
0: awesome. I said, okay, during World War Two, I said, it's not very well known, but I said, the Axis and the Allies actually used the same uh, pistol. I said, it was the FN high power was being made in Belgium when the Nazis took over. And I said, when the Nazis took over, uh, the Bell... Axis started Bel- using the- it. with Axis, yeah. They, they started, they took over Bel- Belgium and then the Belgian or Bel- I don't even know what they're called. The Belgian people sent it to the Brits and the British sent it to Canada. And... Oh, the Dutch? Dutch. Dutch. That, I think that's what it is. The Dutch. That was really racist. I'm sorry. Um, so, the Dutch sent it to the British.
1: We're going to get hate mail from the Dutch.
0: The Harking Harking. So, they sent... That was racist. They, <laughs> they sent it to the Canadians, and the Canadians had the blueprint, and they started making the pistol mm-hmm. uh, during World War II. So, at one point in the war... The Axis were using the FN High Power, and so were the Allies. Like when Gosh. I say like same battle, I mean like there was people pulling up the same. They're like, "Oh, you killed somebody and took that gun." I mean, they were like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, like the you got that from Belgium." That's, yeah. But it was pretty cool. Like when I mean, the 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 Axis powers took and right then all that just
1: completely it. changed your mood. Like just now.
0: Yeah, dude, I just love history. I love yeah. history. Um, I really, in high school, I wanted to get. I want to go to college and get a degree in social studies education of secondary school with a minor in political science, and then get my master's. And when you get a doctorate, like, I wanted to get a doctorate in history. Teacher goes, you can't just get a doctorate in history. Cause there's too much. So right. you get a pick, and I was like, okay, the history of war. And then, like, you know, we were talking on, that tr- on our tr- on our trip. You know, it has to be a specific point. It would have to be a
1: specific war
0: because there's too much. Or even just like an era of wars. Yeah, yeah. You could do and that. And I was like, that'd be dope. You know, I, I love history. I love war. War is one of my favorite topics. And everybody goes, but war is so catastrophic. I said, it is. But I said, when you see how some people's minds work, like when you look at tacticians, they think yeah. completely War is different. catastrophic,
1: but you're very desensitized to it. Um, your but, fascination comes from your desensitization. Probably. Your dissociation to the catastrophe, which is... Okay, I guess. I just like to not, see like, the tactics problems. and the, strate- the
0: strategies the they strategery? use. The strategery. The <laughs> strategery. I have Stratego. Would anyone like to play Stratego? It's <laughs> my favorite quote from Family Guy. Oh he like, he like Adam West is the mayor in that show. and He throws mm-hmm. up Stratego. He goes, I have Stratego. Would anyone like to play Stratego? <laughs> no one plays Stratego with him. No. I felt bad. I wanted to play. I love Stratego. That's a good game. You're ridiculous. Um... But just a strategy. I love strategy games, like real time strategy games. Yeah, I dive into it. I'm like, how can I overwhelm the enemy with a small army? Like <laughs> I can build a bigger army, but then I'll just like send in like a like a small unit and I'll draw them in, mm-hmm. and I'll hit them from both sides, and I'll send an expeditionary uh, exp- force around and just close them in on four sides.
1: All right, so now I know how to beat you in Stratego.
0: Well, Stratego is like a <laughs> war game, so I don't know if you can beat me in Stratego. I'll, I'll find a way. You're like, you're like I'm going to knock over his knight.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good place to end, I guess. War and... Stratego. Stratego. <laughs> I'm going to buy it now. So, this has been a very different episode for us, but I thoroughly enjoyed
0: it. I think it was really good. Uh, I think we need to send Austin away more often. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> He's going to listen to this. Like, I think that might be the intro. <laughs> now, uh, it, I was really afraid Arbor then was going to be messed up. But I'm like, bro, I've known you so long. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to be messed it up. It was a different episode. Very different.
1: But, I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still a good episode. We have known each other for so long, I don't think we could make a bad episode. I don't think so. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. I know it's a little different from our normal batch of content, but hopefully uh, you enjoyed this deeper conversation with us uh, and maybe learned something new about us. Nick, is there anything you'd like to say? I have Stratego. would anybody like to play Stratego? <laughs> uh,
0: but as always, guys, uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, we love you all so very much. We love the support yes. from our friends, yes. family, and fans. Um we,
1: you are one of us. You are we we really appreciate
0: man. it. I mean, we really... Yeah, you are a semi-grown man, even if you're you a semi-grown man. Um, it's just been uh, phenomenal. The, has, the growth of absolutely. our episodes and seeing people share it and talk about it. Yep. It really touches us because, you know, we're just three idiots. Like, hey, don't sit down and talk about stuff. Yeah, We didn't have any plan That's on exactly. what we were going to do with this. But it's been really great, and it's been a journey. And yep. I'm so excited for Austin to be back, so we, yes. can, we, can, we can have more journeys together.
1: Absolutely. And this is just the start. So thank you again for everything. Uh, we love you. Hope you guys enjoy this and getting to know us, because this is us, baby. This is the unedited version of us. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you all in the next episode. Bye! <laughs>